Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Had a number of requests on Instagram from you guys to dive into my Kangaroos team if I selected it today. And look, State of Origins has obviously just occurred and New South Wales are very dominant in that game. So it is, my, my side's going to be very New South Wales heavy as a lot of these teams are. Uh, my one's probably not as New South Wales heavy as a lot of other teams, but it still is very New South Wales. Um, I actually had a few more Queenslanders in it this morning. I've gone back and had a look at the 2019 squad, uh, which feels like an absolute age age ago. And off the back of that, I have changed a couple of guys. So not many Queenslanders have made my side, but I think it's just the reality of the situation, unfortunately. Uh, For me... I said that I went back and had a look at the 2019 squad, found it very interesting. It's not exactly how I remembered it. Maybe you guys have a better memory than me, but I thought it was really interesting to go back and have a look at that team. And I'm just going to go through that squad for you just to remind you of what the Kangaroos last looked like because the reality is with these squads, it's quite often harder to get out of them than it is to get into them. So you don't see a heap of changes. You see a lot of guys uh, that's either... You know, like their, their form previously will quite often counter the form you're seeing right now. If they've done a job before, they'll quite often get another gig. So I'm going to go through this squad now. From 2019, the squad was Alphabetic Lauder, Josh Adokar, Daly Cherry Evans, Damian Cook, Boyd Cordner, Nick Kotrick, Tyson Brazell, Wade Graham, Payne Haas, Ben Hunt, Luke Keary, David Clemmer, Latrell Mitchell, Cameron Munster, Cameron Murray, Josh Papali, James Tedesco, Jake Trevojevic, Paul Vaughan, and Jack Whiten. Now, obviously, the last game that the Kangaroos played was that unfortunate day against Tonga. Well, unfortunate for Kangaroos, but fantastic for rugby league, realistically, when they were defeated by Tonga 16-12. to And the starting lineup that day is uh, vastly different to the team that I have selected today for the Kangaroos. And when I have a look back through this 2019 side, the last Kangaroos side that was 
uh, that was playing. We, of course, at fullback had Teddy on the wings. We had Josh Adokar and Nick Kotrick. In the centres, Latrell Mitchell and Jack Wyden. 5'8", we had Cam Munster. Halfback was DCE. Up front, Josh Papali and David Clemmer. Damien Cook was at 9. Boyd Cordner and Tyson Brazell in the second row. Jake Chavoyevich locks the scrum. Cam Murray, Payne Haas, Paul Vaughan and Wade Graham make up your bench. Now, straight away when I look at that side, some automatic changes. Uh, for me, Nick Kotrick, he doesn't get anywhere near my squad. Might take a little while for Nick Kotrick to get back into rep football, depending on how, how Canterbury go over the next few years. Funnily enough, DCE. Um, now, after this game, I posted that I thought this would be the last ever game DCE would play for the Kangaroos, and I got absolutely ripped to shreds. I got torn from pillar to post for it. And you know what? I think I was wrong. But because of the COVID period last year and how this Origin Series has gone, there's going to have to be a number of injuries, including an injury to Nathan Cleary for DCA to play again, in my opinion. So at the moment, I would probably suggest that his Kangaroos career is over. I think I was right, but I was probably lucky that a lot of things fell my way last year with COVID and whatnot. So DCA, I think his... Uh, Kangaroo's career is over. But interestingly enough, I mean, when we get to the end of this season, if we have a World Cup or whatever, or we need to pick a Kangaroo's side, I mean, you would obviously have Nathan Cleary at seven, and I do in my team today. But then, who's your replacement guy? Obviously, Luke Keary's injured. He won't be available. We're hearing Jerome Luai. He's going to play for Samoa. And I I haven't included him in my Kangaroo's team today because I believe he will go and play for Samoa. So potentially, DCE, he could get another game. But I don't think he's going to be the first-choice halfback for the Kangaroos again. I think he's only going to get a shot if Nathan Cleary is injured. You could turn. You could give, like, an Adam Reynolds a shot. You could give, um, maybe go for a Mitch Moses, give him a bit of experience. There's a couple of options there. But DCE, he might play again solely if there is an injury to Nathan Cleary. Up front, Josh Papali, I'm hearing that he's going to represent Samara as well, which I think would just be unbelievable. I think that would be sensational. So I've actually left him out of my team. And right now, his form probably isn't good enough to make the side anyway. There's a there's a handful of other front rowers that I think are braining in at the moment. So Josh Papali, I've left out of my side. He's another one that didn't make it back from 2019. David Clemmer, he obviously hasn't made it back. I think he's played his last game at the Kangaroos. Boyd Cordner, he has since retired. Little did we know that this would be Boyd Cordner's last ever game for the Kangaroos as skipper. Tyson Brazell, he missed Origin with an injury, but a couple of guys have come in and done unbelievably well. I don't think he's going to get back into this Kangaroos side anytime soon. If they pick an extended squad, potentially Frizzell can jump in there, but my God, there's a lot of quality back rowers in New South Wales and a couple in Queensland that are very handy as well that are going to play finals footy. They're going to go deep into finals footy. Uh, Jake Travojevic is your lock forward from 2019, and then the bench went Murray, who I've got in my side still, Payne Haas, who I've got in my side still, Paul Vaughan, I think He's played his last game for the Kangaroos already. And, of course, Wade Graham, who uh, hopefully I'm wrong, but I'm really worried that Wade Graham's played his last game of football, let alone his last game for the Kangaroos. I think he definitely has played his last game for the Kangaroos, but hopefully we see Wade Graham come back. So a lot of changes going into this side. Plenty of mixing and changing since 2019. A couple of guys that have stayed in the team. So my team from 2021, and a lot of it is based on origin form, but a lot of it is just based on guys that I know have done a job previously and will step up. So my fullback... Pretty easy here. James Tedesco, obviously the fullback from 2019. Uh, in 2019, 2018, he was the best player in the world by a country mile. He's probably dropped back a little bit, but, I mean, could you tell me that Teddy's not in the top 10 players in the world? You probably couldn't tell me Teddy's not in the top five players in the world, realistically. Uh, he's a guy that he is just an out-and-out fullback. He's not the sort of guy you want to throw on a wing or throw at center. So, Teddy, he picks himself at fullback, and potentially... 
could be uh, the captain of the Kangaroos for this uh, at the end of this season. So an interesting conversation to be had there as well as far as who's going to be the skipper to take over from uh, Boyd Corner, who has retired. On the wing, I've gone for Brian Toto and Josh Adokar. No surprises there. None of the Queensland wingers were overly impressive in origin. Uh, there's no one else really knocking the door down. Your wingers from a few years ago were Josh Adokar. He holds his spot in Nick Kotrick. You couldn't possibly pick Kotrick in this Australian team. And we found out today that he's actually been ruled out for the season anyway, so Kodrick will be no hope. So for me, Fox and Brian Toto, no shocks there. The centres, they picked themselves. Latrell Mitchell, he was still the centre in 2019, uh, so I will stick with him. And of course, Tom Trojevic, he was injured in 2019, so was not in this Australian team, uh, but got to have this guy on the team. He's probably the best footballer in the world right now. Extremely talented Tom Travojevic. He has to be there. So my centres, Latrell Mitchell, Tom Travojevic. So you will notice the entire back five uh, are all New South Wales Blues. Probably the unlucky guy here was Dane Gagai, Val Holmes. Not far away either, but Dane Gagai, he's definitely one that I feel uh, very unlucky for. But I don't think you can push back on any of these selections. The New South Wales back five, they were simply incredible in origin. Their club form has been unreal. So I don't know how anyone could really pick anything different to this. You could potentially go with Gagai over, I don't know, maybe Brian Toto, but even that's a tall order in my opinion. So that's my back five. Five, eight, really interesting. A lot of people are going with Jerome Luai. I would still go with Cam Munster. Um, if we get to the end of the season, Jerome Luai wins a premiership uh, and, you know, proves on the big stage once again he can handle it, uh, then I would probably lean towards Jerome Luai. But right now, as it stands, yes, he played in a team that smashed Queensland in origin. They were sensational. He's been playing in a great club team. Um, he's the, the beauty of Jerome Lowe is that he's always playing behind a forward pack that is always winning the ruck, uh, especially in state of origin, those two games. But he is a freakish footballer. Personally, as I've said, I would rather see him play for Samoa. I think Samoa needs Jerome Luai more than the Kangaroos need Jerome Luai. So I'm hoping he goes there. But even so, I would still go with Cam Munster at six. Um, how quickly we all forget. We all want to take his jersey off him. But you got to remember, only eight months ago after Origin, he was the best player in the world, apparently. So, Premiership winner last year, pulled State of Origin out of his ass, came into this game, and, I mean, people can say, oh, he didn't do enough in Origin, mate. When you're a 5'8 and your forwards get dominated like they did in those Origin games, there really isn't a heap you can do. There really isn't much. Uh, later try on in Game 2, was unlucky not to get probably two more tries. This unbelievable efforts uh, by, the New, by the New South Wales Blues to stop those tries. So Cameron Munster, he is still my six. Controversial, I know. People are going to blow up there, but... Cam Munster, he would be my six. Seven, Nathan Cleary, he picks himself. Uh, as we said after the Tongan game, we thought DCE had played his last game uh, for the Kangaroos, and we didn't see Cleary being this good so quickly. We still thought it was going to be a few years down the path, but Cleary, he's stepped up in the Origin Arena. He's owned that. He's been fantastic in club footy. Still hasn't won that grand final. Still hasn't delivered on the big stages, but other than State of Origin, of course. But at the end of this year, he will get the opportunity to. Even if he doesn't win a grand final this year, I think Nathan Cleary has to be the seven. He is by far and away the best halfback in our game. So essentially an all New South Wales Blues backline, except I've gone for Cam Munster at six, controversially leaving out Jerome Luai for now. But as I said, if we get to the back end of the season, Luai keeps doing what he's doing. He wins a premiership. I think I would have to make that change. So we'll see how that one plays out. Now, my front rowers are really tough here, and I've actually gone for a Queenslander, and it's probably not the Queenslander you're expecting. Josh Papali is a guy that I'm sure a lot of people were expecting. Personally, 
I think Christian Welsh has been unbelievable over the last 18 months. Thought he was really good in Origin 2 as well. Came up with some really handy offloads to keep them in the game. Did throw a wayward one uh, in about the 15th, 20th minute of Origin 2, which sort of put his team on the back foot. But Christian Welsh, he's just been proven on all levels that he can handle it. He's the perfect guy to play for the first 25 minutes. He is safe. He's reliable. Doesn't miss tackles. Always just gets his 10 metres, gets to his elbows and knees. That's what I love in front rowers in the modern game when you start. We're always talking about these explosive front rowers. I want reliable guys who I know are just going to win the ruck in the first 20, 25 minutes. Then I bring on my explosive athlete. So I've gone for Christian Welsh as a Queenslander in the front row. I'm going to partner him with Daniel Saifidi, one of Freddie's little disciples that he pulled through. Uh, he has been unreal the last two years, Daniel Saifidi. This was a really easy one for me. A lot of guys with probably bigger names and w- w- whatnot in this Origin game, but... So, Fede, I just think he's been unbelievable. I'm so impressed with how he's come about. And like Christian Welsh, he's reliable as all hell. He will just get his metres. He will not miss his tackles. He'll come off in the 25th minute. He'll leave a fantastic platform and allow your explosive forwards to come on after that. So, Saifiti there for me. Hooker. Now, this was the hardest spot for me by far and away. And to be honest with you, I haven't made a decision. I've got Cook slash Grant. And the reason why I've got Cook slash Grant is because Grant is the better hooker. He's a much better hooker to me. He's a guy that I would choose, but it is hard to pick Harry Grant when he hasn't played a heap of football. Guy that has played a heap of football is Damian Cook. His NRL team is doing well. His origin team blitzed it, so I could understand the easy option of going Damian Cook. He was good in the series without being super impressive. Um, I thought game one, Harry Grant was great in a team that got absolutely flogged. He was creating opportunities here and there. They just weren't able to seal them. Uh, obviously, game two, not much doing there, but uh, obviously was injured in that game, so can't really read too much into that. I've got Cook slash Grant. If it was up to me, I would go Grant. But if we're going in all fairness and the guys that were there previously and have done a job there previously and have played a lot of footy this year, you have to go Damien Cook. But I think by the end of the year, I think Melbourne will win this premiership. And I think Harry Grant, he will be the outright hooker for the Australian Kangaroos. And I don't think... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot... We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. He will let it go for quite some time. I don't think Cook's played his last game for the Kangaroos. There will be opportunities that will pop up here and there. He might even get a bench spot depending on how they want to go about it. But I think Harry Grant, by the end of 2021, he will be the main hooker for the Kangaroos, as we predicted two years ago. In the back row, I've gone for two blues here. Cam Murray is the first one I've gone for. I think he was the real unsung hero of that State of Origin series. He was unbelievable, Cam Murray. had such a super series. Obviously, I think he's better sort of through through the middle, but I just want to have him starting and I want to have him out on that edge and I would probably bring him on or bring him into the middle when I bring another guy off my bench. I'll talk about that in a minute, but Cam Murray, the best forwards in our game without a doubt. I don't think anyone could possibly question that. He has just been unreal the last two years at such a young age still. Could be a potential future captain of this side realistically. I think Without a doubt, he's going to be a future captain of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think he could be a future captain of the New South Wales Blues as well. And if the timing works out, he could be a Kangaroos captain as well. So Cam Murray, he's the first second row I select. On the right side, on the left side, 
bit controversial. People are probably expecting me to go Tariq Sims. I'm actually going to go Angus Crichton. Now, for me, I think Angus Crichton, he is the best left-edge back rower in our game. He is just incredible. And it's sort of taken him a little bit to find his way onto that edge. Obviously, the retirement of Boyd Corner has opened up a big opportunity for him. He sort of played through the middle and stuff last year and in 2019. But... He's really found a home for himself there, and I think that if he wasn't suspended in game one, I think Angus Crichton would have started on that left edge over Tariq Sims anyway. Tariq Sims came in and brained it, don't get me wrong, which he has got a selection in my team anyway, but Angus Crichton, he has to be on that edge for me. And you could see either Murray or Angus shift into the middle for a stint when you see Tariq Sims come on, but I'll talk about that in a minute. My lock forward, um, a guy that I spoke about before the Origin Series that I thought he was an absolute shoe in A lot of people were calling for Victor Radley to be the New South Wales lock before he got suspended. And I said then, I think it has to be Isaiah Yeo. I love Radley. I think he's been unbelievable the last three years. You all know this. But right now, in 2021, Isaiah Yeo, he was playing better footy. And I think that was proven right in the Origin Series. He was unbelievable for New South Wales. Just played such a critical role. His ball movement was sensational. His defense was great. And he just gives them so many options. And he's got that tall, sort of lanky frame of body. He's hard to handle. He's got great leg drive. You have to go so high on him that it allows him to get so much power through his legs. I love Isaiah Yo. I think he's a sensational player. And he would be my number 13 for the Kangaroos. And if Penrith go on to play in this grand final this year, even if they don't win it, I think he's a shoe-in moving forward. On my bench, my jersey 14 became really difficult. But I went with the New South Wales Blues utility. I went with Jack White. And the other guy I considered is Ryan Pappenhausen. I think he's sort of going to be the, the forgotten guy in all these kangaroo sides. But you've got to remember, before he was knocked out this year, his form was unbelievable. He was right up there with the best players in our game. And I think at the back end of the season, he's going to remind everyone of that. But at the moment, I have got Jack White. But keep an eye on Pappy as the season moves forward. Ben Hunt's another guy that I would potentially look at too. But Jack Wyden, obviously a Clive Churchill medalist, Dally, Dally M medalist. He's been sensational the last few years. So Jack Wyden, he gets my 14 jersey. Jersey 15, which is going to be like my second rower on my bench. It is Tariq Sims. We've spoken about him a little bit already. A guy that I never thought I would have picked in a Kangaroos team in 2021, if I'm being completely honest with you. And I've had a lot of people comment on my Instagram. Oh, how could anyone doubt him? How could anyone think he wasn't going to be the best player? All this sort of dribble. I must say, I really didn't see too many positive comments about Tariq Sims when he was picked. And same for myself. I really didn't expect what he what he put out in State of Origin. But apparently, a lot of people did in hindsight. So good to see. You guys know what you're looking at. But definitely a guy that deserves his spot in this Kangaroos side. Probably controversial. He's not starting because I thought he was great in the Origin series. But I think he got that opportunity because Angus was suspended. And I think at the back end of this season, Angus Crichton will remind everyone that he is the best left-edge second row in our game. So I've gone for Tariq Sims on my bench, a guy that you can sort of use through the middle or you can use on an edge. The beauty of it is that I have got Cam Murray and Angus Crichton as well. So these three, they can work in tandem, whether you know all three of them can play on either edge, all three of them can play through the middle as well. So just so damaging between the three of them a spot that I, uh, I'm i really happy to fill with that many guys. Uh, the next guy, I've gone for Payne Haas. Now, I mentioned when I went through my front rowers in Welsh and Saifidi, more stabilizing sort of guys, not really explosive athletes, just safe, reliable guys that you know are going to win the middle early. They're going to hang in the contest, and then you can bring on your explosive forwards, led by Payne Haas. Um, I think he's been unbelievable over the last two years or so in a side that has been really tough going up there, the Brisbane Broncos. It's been a tough gig to start his career in. Uh, he's obviously had a few controversial 
moments off the field and whatnot. But Payne Haas, I thought he was great in the Origin Series. You will remember he made his debut a couple of years ago and then sort of fell off the side of the New South Wales earth, realistically. Uh, Didn't really handle the stage then. He's grown a lot since. He's been through a lot, and I think Payne Haas, he was sensational in the Origin Series. So he would be my front rower. I would pick off the bench. And to partner him, I've gone Junior Paulo. Now, we're hearing that Junior Paulo, he's another one that could potentially go and play for Samoa. I'm hearing he's sort of 50-50 at the moment. So Junior Paulo, I've picked there. But in brackets next to him, I have got uh, Jake Travojevic there. So Jake Travojevic is another guy that is probably really unlucky to miss this side. I think if Paulo is available, I'm going to play him. Uh, Jake Travojevic, a sensational player and potentially the next captain, even though I haven't picked him in this side. I wouldn't be surprised if Mal Meninga finds a spot for Jake Travojevic. But the way that I like to play my football... I would want to have two explosive forwards off the bench. You could have Jake Travojevic instead of Tariq Sims, but I just think he, oh, Tariq brings a lot of versatility in your pack that I really like. And I guess the other thing with Jake Travojevic is that probably the biggest plus side to him, as, as reliable as he is, he makes good meters. So do these other guys on the bench. It's his little subtle ball playing that we love so much. And personally, I think Isaiah Yo has overtaken him as far as that goes. I think Yo's been brilliant the last two years. And you're sort of picking a like-for-like player. If you've got Isaiah Yeo and you've got Jake Travojevic, I think you've got a little bit too much of the same thing and you're missing that explosiveness that you need off your bench. So I've gone for Payne Haas and Junior Paulo there. The guys that are in my extended squad. So I left three spots there to pick from. And I've gone for Jake Travojevic is going to be the first one. I already mentioned him. A really reliable candidate, a guy that um, is hard to leave out of any football team ever. But I've explained my reasons for that. As utility for, like, my outside backs, I would have to go with Dane Gagai uh, from the South Sydney Rabbitohs and from the Maroons. He's a guy that has proven over a long time that on the big stages, he will stand up and deliver. Probably had the hardest job of anyone during this Origin Series to mark up against Latrell Mitchell and realistically mark up against Tom Trevojevic half the time when he would float over. So I felt really sorry for Gagai this series. Didn't have the best defenders around him either, which made it really difficult, uh, but a guy that I've got a lot of time for. Another Queenslander that I'm going to pick in my squad, I, I've got so much respect for this guy and had a really quiet series. Well, actually, had a quiet series on the field, off the field. He was sort of one of the poster boys of the Queensland's downfall, but I think he's part of a brilliant system down there in Melbourne. I've got a lot of time for this guy and so much respect for him. I've gone for Felice Kafusi, uh, second row that I, I really do like. Tough, compromising, and I just think he would do a job for them. And as I said, I think at the back end of this season, you're going to see the Melbourne Storm win this premiership, and I think Felice is going to play a critical role. So I've got him. And then my very last spot that I gave, I'm going to give it to Ryan Pappenhausen. Um, a guy that I've just, I just love, Pappy. I think that people are forgetting how good this guy is and how good he was before he was knocked out in that game against the Dragons. I think he would have played in this Origin Series if he was available. And I think, once again, Melbourne's going to be really, really impressive at the back end of the season. I think Ryan Pappenhausen will be in the side as well. So that is my Kangaroos squad that I would pick right now couple of really difficult decisions and of course this team they're not going to play to the end of the season so I'm sort of using a bit of hindsight in my predictions as it's going to unfold it's also really hard trying to pick where a lot of these guys are going to play as far as Samoa, Tonga, these other teams, Fiji and whatnot. a lot of guys that might be playing elsewhere if they feel like they want to so hard to predict that sort of stuff uh, we'll see how it plays out, probably the hardest position for me to pick was where to pick Tariq Sims, I found that really difficult and of course, leaving Jake Travojevic out, that was very tough. And the hooker spot, I think that's going to be one of the most interesting races uh, towards the back end of the season. Does Damian Cook hold on to that Kangaroos jersey or will Harry Grant come home over the top 
like we've tipped him to for a couple of years. That's our Kangaroos side. Leave a review. Let me know your thoughts on it or send me a comment on Instagram. Let me know my Kangaroos side, where I got it right, where I got it wrong and what changes you would make. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 